If your business is tired of paying unpredictable and high phone bills, do what I did. Switch to Zoom Call's cloud business phone service. You'll pay the same low amount every month, no matter how many calls you have in the U.S. and Canada. And Zoom Calls has a really cool feature called voicemail drops. Whenever you reach someone's voicemail, just say hi in their name and then click a couple of buttons on your phone to leave your pre-recorded message. It saves both your voice and your time. Check out zoomcalls.com. That's zoomcalls.com. I think you'll love it. Attention, you're listening to the Todd Huff Radio Show, America's home for conservative, not bitter talk radio. Be advised that the content of this program has been documented to prevent and even cure liberalism, and listening may cause you to lean to the right. Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Huff. Well, that is right. You are listening to the home of conservative, not bitter talk. And yes, I am your host, Todd Huff. Folks, I just want you to know and have it on the record here in the world that we live in, in the, <laughs> in the uh, I guess, the tensions and turmoil that we have. I want to tell you that I still love this great nation. I still love this great nation and believe in this nation, believe in the liberty and the freedom that we have. I believe that that is uh, under assault, no doubt. But I believe in this uh, concept of America as, uh, as it was founded. And so, might need Oz's help here this morning. Um... I'm trying to get us up and running on on social media. I can't tell if the device is saying something. It's, it's just not letting me connect. So for those of you that are on so, watch on social media, sit tight. We'll have that up and running. God willing, here in just a moment. Welcome to the program. I'm your host, Todd Huff. Email, as always. You can share your thoughts, opinions, uh, questions, comments. You can share articles and things that you've found. I I get some of that and appreciate those of you have, that have uh, done that as well. You can imagine that navigating through all this is quite uh, <laughs> quite challenging. It is quite challenging here. And so I appreciate that. Adoration and praise is also accepted. Again, Todd at com. So, um. Again, this nation is worth standing up and fighting for. These liberties that we have in this great nation are um, – they're still in our foundation. They are still um, – they are still things that we need to pass on to our children. They are still things that we need to stand up and defend. And and we've got some practical things that I think we have to look at doing here uh, in this nation. We have, again, the Republican Party is uh, run by a bunch of – well, there's a bunch of wimps in the Republican Party. Um, there are a bunch of socialists and radicals, even communists, in the Democrat Party. I'm talking about those that uh, hold positions of power, those that are leading – the party, the respective party, and so forth, but rank and file people, and this is really what my hope is. I know um, 
you know, I'm conservative, not bitter. That is the, that's the brand of this program. And it's a real thing. It's a real thing here. Um, go ahead and restart that, Oz. We'll just restart. We're just having some sort of technical glitch for social media. We're going to try this again. But this is, um, you know, conservative, not bitter, basically means it's not that I don't get angry or upset. It's not that uh, this nation isn't worth fighting for or something like that. In fact, I believe this nation is, is worth fighting for, and I believe that there are plenty of things that we can do and that you should not feel uh, hopeless. You should be concerned, right? I mean, we see we see basically companies that are um, being, I don't know, acting like they're Stalinistic companies, effectively. And we see government officials um, saying and doing things that are problematic. But I think rank and file, rank and file people, most people can come to agreement on some of these fundamental and core issues. I see it all the time. I see it all the time in my personal in my personal life, it's when you, um, you know, for example, if you do something like this or you stand up and you call out some of these radicals or hypocrites or whatever, this is when you begin to make uh, – you, you make enemies. And it's not really because of the ideas. In fact, we rarely – now on this program we talk about ideas, but oftentimes it's not even about context or content or ideas and argument for the radical left. Instead, it's about name-calling it's about maligning. It's about misrepresenting. It's about uh, you know talking about an issue in a way that really isn't even, in most cases, um, accurate, a fair description. People call people names. Uh, if you support Trump now, some people consider you as we're just now. There we go with social media. Good morning, social media. Sorry for. <laughs> For the delay there, we had a technical glitch. Our system wasn't launching and going, uh, getting up and running. So anyway, we're there now. For those of you that watch us online, and yes, I am wearing my Crimson Tide uh, sweatshirt. I know many of you have given up on uh, sports, but I did watch uh, the national championship game last night. Roll Tide. I know some of you are Ohio State Buckeye fans and apologize for that as well but anyway you know this um some people don't want to talk about content and ideas they want to call you a traitor if you support the president and why why are you a traitor because as they say the next thing they'll say is because he incited violence at the rally well they don't even know that he incited violence he incited a mob and you say okay well how did he do that well he he used, I don't know, code words. Um, they don't even know because they haven't heard the speech. In fact, I was listening uh, to uh, to Rush Limbaugh yesterday. I don't really listen to anyone else's opinion. Uh, Rush is someone I've listened to since 1999. But honestly, when you do something like this and you launch it from the you know um, from ground. Is from the from the the bottom rung of the ladder. You don't uh, you don't have time to follow a lot of folks. You've got to build. There's a whole bunch of stuff that goes into this that maybe one day we'll even share on here. But anyway, um, 
he, he was talking about this very thing yesterday, and which is, you know, people, they, you know, the media is not playing the sound bites, right? They're not playing the things that they're accusing Trump of. They simply say Trump incited a riot. Well, how do we know he incited a riot? Well, because people stormed the Capitol. Why else would they storm the Capitol uh, if Trump didn't tell them to? They were there supporting Trump. Trump would have had to have been the one to storm the Capitol. And you and I are left scratching our heads because we think that's just not the way that this works. In fact, um, you know, I've said on this program many times before, there are, there are crazy lunatics, uh, lunatics in, on, on all, in all groups. Folks, I am a conservative Christian. There are people who are conservative Christians that um, are not always making the best choices. In fact, if we're being honest, not any one of us always makes the right choice. And I'm not saying you know, to the extent that some of the stuff that we've seen. Don't misunderstand me, please. I'm simply saying, I'm simply saying that you know, because groups are comprised of people and people are broken because of sin, then you're going to have problems in any group. The question is not whether or not there are people in your group that need to be, you know, condemned for something that they said or did or of course we we really go overboard. The left the left never has to do this. The left never has to apologize for Antifa. The left never has to apologize for the Black Lives Matter leaders who said that they are trained Marxists. The left never has to condemn any group, any group of people. In fact, they encourage this. We got some sound bites that, that God willing, I'll get to here this morning. Um, but we do, right? And and I don't know why. I don't know why. The I said the other day they don't. Someone who does something stupid or illegal or violent, um, they don't they don't speak for me, even if they voted for the same person I voted for. Why? How is that the how is that the criteria? How is that the standard? Every single person who voted for who you voted for conservative, um, they speak for you now. Do what? What are you talking about? What on earth are you talking about? I mean that's just simply not rational or realistic. And when you say how did Trump incite violence, there's there's crickets. There's no response. They don't know because they haven't listened. And they haven't listened because the talking heads, the Chuck Todds, the – take your pick – the Don Lemons, the tough guy Chris Cuomo at CNN, Wolf Blitzer at CNN, they haven't, they haven't shared it. Why haven't they shared it? Because, in fact, in the speech – and I'll play a portion of it – Trump's speech at the Capitol, at the, at the ellipse, I should say – in Washington, D.C., talking about walking over and protesting last almost a week ago now um, at the Capitol. He says it'll be peaceful and patriotic or that that's what the followers, the, the, the crowd should do. And, folks, the vast majority of the crowd did do that. Some did not. For those that did not, there should be consequences. I don't understand what's so complicated about this. They don't speak uh, for me, they don't, my actions don't align with theirs, right? That I just, I don't understand. I do in the sense that, uh, we live in a symbolic culture and, and just the way that media works. And that's fine to an extent. Of course, symbolism matters. Symbolism is powerful. That's why, by the way, I don't know if you've seen all this hubbub about Kamala Harris, Kamala Harris, 
apologize if I pronounce the name incorrectly. It's not intentional or intended to harm or anything. But anyway, she's uh, her team is all upset about this this uh, cover shot for Vogue, right? They are upset about this. Upset because I don't know. I mean, I'm not a uh, I'm not a fashion kind of guy. I'm a comfort for <laughs> comfort kind of guy. Like I like to wear what's comfortable, and oftentimes, as I've shared with people that know me, I wear what's on top. Oftentimes, it's not really that important to me. I don't uh, spend time thinking about that. But they're all upset about Kamala Harris's photo shoot on Vogue magazine. They think that it's disrespectful, and why is it disrespectful? Because Vogue magazine, I've learned by reading these comments, is, is racist and. Whatever the name. What's the name of the Vogue lady? Oz, do you know? Anna. Anna Wintour. Anna Wintour? Yeah. Anna Wintour, I guess. And people are saying she's racist. They, they've put... Uh, they they referenced a, another uh, cover of LeBron James and some other female on the front of a cover uh, of Vogue some time ago. And basically saying that it was... Um, designed to mimic a Godzilla. Um, I don't know if it was art for a Godzilla movie years ago where the uh, Godzilla was carrying the woman or some such thing. I don't, I don't get into that stuff. I, I'm not. The point is optics matter. Symbolism matters. So much so that they are in a tizzy about this uh, cover shoot for Kamala Harris on Vogue magazine, which Vogue magazine, folks, is these, this is the they are the allies of the radical left. I mean, this is this is you know kind of uh, turning on their own here. So I understand the importance of or the value of symbolism and optics in a world where there's no context, in a world where everything is an inch deep and a mile wide. There's no depth. What does matter is how something looks. What does matter is how something sounds. They don't want you really thinking for yourself. They just want you to think, oh, man. I mean, look at look at how they uh, marketed President Obama or even when he was candidate Obama. I remember listen, <laughs> listening to these interviews. You know, who are you going to vote for in 2008? President Obama. Man, he wants a college football playoff. Heard that. Heard that. That's a real thing. You're talking about the jump shot of Obama, practicing with the Chicago Bulls and people coming out from his high school saying, you know, if if Obama wasn't a president, I thought I thought he was going to be an NBA player. These are the sorts of things people were, would say. He would have uh, give speeches, audience members would feign, he would promise to give them kitchen sets and all this sort of stuff. And people just applauding this. For for what? What's the content? What is the what are the ideas that are being promoted here? See, that's that my friends, well, you know, people talk about Trump being a Nazi and some sort of a a dictator, extreme danger to our American system. In reality, truth be told, the greater danger we face as a people is when everyone is fawning over a president, not when everyone is criticizing the president. Trump's been criticized harshly, continually, relentlessly, nonstop since the day he came down that escalator. Of course, he was laughed at at first. But once once they realized that he was uh, the way that he could connect with people like you in this audience, and you may not like all of his tweets, but that's not what it's really about. It's that 
your vision for America, he he represented that in the sense of make America great again. I know some people don't. Some people think make America great again is uh, you know a hate filled racist slogan, but that is of course not what that's about. And we talked about that recently on this program. It's it's about returning America to its foundational principles. It's about stopping the swamp and stopping the government. We're a, we're a culture, a society of, by, and for the people, not of the government. We are citizens of this republic, not subjects. Government is not our God. Government is not our savior. In fact, that role has been taken and filled quite well, may I add, by the God of the Bible and by his son, Jesus. But we don't need those things in Washington, D.C. We don't look to them for saving us. We look to them for protecting our liberties, acknowledging that those liberties come from Almighty God, not from people sitting around in Washington, D.C. And so that's why I love this country, folks. That's why I still have faith in this country. There are These are perilous times. We this The things that we are witnessing and watching, I mentioned yet, yesterday, do you even recognize this place as America right now? That wasn't meant to dishearten you or enrage you, as some people will probably say. That was meant to to say this is serious. We need to be able to talk about this and communicate this and and fight back against this. Not not a physical call to arms, but an ideological informational sense. We have to be able to convince or persuade, not convince, persuade. We have to be able to to teach and articulate, define ourselves. Not let these radicals, professional deceivers in the media do that for us. So lots of things to say, and I want to get to Trump's speech. I want you to hear it for yourself because it's not being played anywhere. Right? You would have said Trump's Trump is is calling for riots and ins, you know uh, insurrection. He's seditionous. He's treasonous. He's a traitor. And if anyone sets uh, says anything other than that, you are a traitor as well, which is insane and, and laughable. If we were not in so uh, such serious times, so I want you to hear Trump specifically say in the speech that, that it's to be peaceful, peaceful protest. Anyway, lots more to get to as well. Sit tight, and we'll go through that when we return. You're listening to Conservative Not Bitter Talk. I'm your host Todd Huff. Back in, back in just a minute. Welcome back. Started talking before I unmuted my microphone. Even the most experienced and professional of broadcasters make mistakes from time to time, so just take it easy. Take it easy on that, but good to be back. By the way, this program is brought to you by our friends at Economy Heating, Air Conditioning, and Plumbing. And let me pause real quick. We're, um, we're starting – in fact, you can go to uh, supportouradvertisers.com. We're starting this um, – really the opposite of, of what we're seeing with cancel culture. We're tired of people saying, oh my goodness, this company gave money to Josh Hawley, shut him down or whatever it is, right? This is the way that the cancel culture works. I think we should actually utilize that energy – and that um, interest in connecting um, 
you know, people who are associated with things and use it actually for the good. Now, not every person, not all of our advertisers, um, the things I say on here don't necessarily represent what they believe, although I should go on record as saying they absolutely should agree with the things uttered on this program. So, but they don't. So I'm not speaking for the advertiser, but they help make this program possible, right? They help make this program possible so that when you tune into Freedom 95 or the podcast, whatever, uh, visit our website. This uh, this show is made possible by the advertisers. One of those advertisers is Economy Heating, Air Conditioning, and Plumbing, and they've been one of our longest. Um, they were one of the original advertisers. In fact, when this program was on at 2 a.m., I kid you not, Jod, the owner there, um, believed in what we were trying to do. He had faith in me by the grace of God, and he came on board at 2 a.m., and here we are all these years later. And so I just I just ask you, when we mention someone on the program um, or when you hear their ad, that if you're in the market for those things or if you're interested in what these folks do, the advertisers, to check just to give them a chance, right? That's really what we're asking. And so if you are concerned about your furnace or if you are um, – you've got a problem with your furnace right now, I know it's not been as cold as it can get, but it's been cold. You need your furnace being running the right way. It can really – you can lose a lot of money, uh, waste a lot of money if it's not running efficiently. So if that is you – I encourage you to check out or give our friends at Economy Heating, Air Conditioning, and Plumbing an opportunity. You can find out more by visiting their website, economyheatingandair.com. That's economyheatingandair.com. So let's get to let's get to President Trump's uh, speech, right? I mean, this whole this whole notion here, as the dust is settling, and there's a lot of dust to settle. We got Parler and Gab, and we got Amazon and Google and Apple, who've all colluded against, uh, it appears, definitely against the American people. I can say that. This, they want to silence a political uh, – they want to silence, certainly appears to me, uh, political speech. And they all at the same time on a Friday evening basically got together or, or over the weekend, Amazon Web Services shutting down the – Website on Sunday, at, well, I guess Monday morning at midnight. So Parler's still down. Why? Why is Parler down? Because people, they say, use Parler to organize insurrection in Washington, D.C., in the Capitol. Okay, that's not good. If that's what's happened, I fully condemn that. Um, but, folks, I, had, I saw a social media post last night from a Christian, uh, well, a conservative comedian. And she raised a question that I thought was very um, appropriate and fascinating. And she says if, if if big tech can shut down apps and websites and basically silence conservatives, why is child pornography still a thing? And let that sink in for a moment. I mean, you have a harder time. Think about this. You can make the case right now on social media that you have a harder time communicating with someone who shares your ideology than people who are involved in the world, the morally just evil, wicked, sick, twisted, satanic, whatever you want to call it, just evil world, godless world of 
of child pornography. You have a harder time to, of communicating than folks that are engaged in that egregious and evil, evil practice. Anyway, let's listen real quickly, and I'll take a bit break to President Trump. This is, this is from the speech. This is from the speech that he apparently, allegedly, right, if they're going to shut down our free speech, if they're going to say you can't say this or that, if they're going to sue Sidney Powell, um, Dominion Voting Systems for $1.3 billion with a B dollars because of what she said about them, then maybe folks could, should consider filing lawsuits about what they've claimed here, that Trump is somehow criminally responsible for starting riots when this is actually what he said. And after this, we're going to walk down, and I'll be there with you. We're going to walk down. We're going to walk down. Anyone you want, but I think right here, we're going to walk down to the Capitol. And we're going to cheer on our brave senators and congressmen and women. And we're probably not going to be cheering so much for some of them. Because you'll never take back our country with weakness. You have to show strength and you have to be strong. We have come to demand that Congress do the right thing and only count the electors who have been lawfully slated, lawfully slated. I know that everyone here will soon be marching over to the Capitol building to peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard. Today, we will see whether Republicans stand strong for integrity Okay, peacefully and patriotically. There's actually some people that say that that's a code word, peacefully or not peacefully. Well, who knows? Someone might claim that that's um, the code word, peace, peacefully. But patriotically, that's a code word to those in attendance to get rowdy like the founding fathers did. I mean, it's crazy stuff what we're dealing with. But he's, he specified peacefully and patriotically. He did say, he did say to show strength, but the strength is in the protest. Right, The strength is in the numbers. The strength is in holding these folks accountable, letting them know that they're paying attention to what's happening in the halls of Congress at the Capitol. Right? I did see where Kevin McCarthy's on record. I think I saw this on Newsmax, saying that President Trump admitted in a phone call with congressional leaders. And who, who knows? Who the heck knows anymore? But he said that President Trump at least admitted some responsibility and I guess charging the crowd up to where they could get to this point. But um, I don't know. But if we're saying that President Trump is literally responsible for the riots when he specifically, specifically said what he said there peacefully and patriotically, um, I don't know. That just doesn't seem to hold water for me, especially – when you compare some of the other things that we've heard coming from the radical left, uh, the part of the resistance, and we'll play some of those sound bites, some of the things that the left has been saying. Again, let me be clear. It doesn't matter if one side does it. It doesn't give the other side permission to do it. I'm not saying that, but I'm simply saying let's identify what the standard is here. If the standard is any potential way that something can be interpreted to an ang- to anger a group of people – I think we should compare and contrast and see which of these is more likely to meet that criteria. Anyway, timeout is in order. You're listening here to the home of conservative, not bitter talk. Not bitter, folks. I am your host, Todd Huff, back here 
in just a minute. Welcome back. By the way, by the way, if you are interested, I just think one of the things we're trying to do here, and there's a lot of stuff uh, going on behind the scenes that we're working on, but one of the things that I really think is at the core of what this program is about is creating a conservative community, conservative uh, group of like-minded people. And what we want to do we want to start giving, uh, you know, having this group work together or give you opportunities, some practical things that we can do. And there's a lot of different, there's a lot of facets to this. There's everything from what we have to learn personally and get better at, which is defining ourselves, persuading, communicating, that sort of stuff. Um, but there's also the element about getting together and you know, finding candidates. And I think that's one of the things. That is, is is important to me because I've watched I've watched candidly people like Senator Todd Young in our state uh, completely absent, no leadership whatsoever. Republican, by the way, and 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 just go on down the list. I've watched Governor Holcomb and the just some of the stuff that we we've, we've seen there, and I, I just look. It's not personal. I really do not like saying these things. I really don't. But I wouldn't be doing a service to you. Um, if I acted like these folks were um, good representatives, good defenders of liberty and, and standing firmly for the Constitution, where are these folks when it comes to um, what we've seen with free speech and so forth? And I know these are private companies and all this sort of stuff. Um, but there's also this Section 230 protection. There's also the idea that these platforms are created for the – for the the uh, ability for people to exchange ideas freely, but you're not allowed to do that, right? We know that Parler has sued Amazon and so forth. I mean, this is the sort of stuff we're going to find ourselves going through, and it's it can be scary for people um, to share their their ideology. And part of it is because um, we've become over time complacent, or we've bought into the idea that we've got to play the game this way, and we've got to keep our opinions to ourselves. I don't mean you specifically, just in general, right? Some of you, it could be you personally. That's for you to decide. But I mean, the point is, is that there is um, a lot of um, just some things we have to improve on. One of those things is to is to work together. So you can sign up for a newsletter. And look, there are things, I've said this yesterday, things that you can uh, buy and so forth. I'm not even asking you to do any of that. I mean, you're going to have the opportunity. As I said before, I hope some of you do, but that's not what this is about. This is about creating a group of people that are going to be pushing in the same direction, working for the same thing, and demanding locally, or whatever, however big our footprint gets, demanding that we find people that actually stand up for freedom and the Constitution. Here's an example of someone who is not Maxine Waters out speaking crazy talk back uh, in the early days of the Trump campaign, has a rally, a small rally. These are the size of rallies that uh, current members of the Democrat Party can gather, like Joe Biden, about 47 people, it looks like. She's rallying a group of people against the Trump cabinet, and she's telling them, if you see him, uh, don't let him eat in peace. Remember this? 
Don't let them eat in peace. If you see them at a restaurant, remember this is when all this stuff uh, started when people started going up to uh, Trump administration peoples and uh, Trump administration uh, individuals and getting in their faces and I guess just yelling at them and get some other people involved and, and, and get a crowd together. That's what she says here. And I want you to listen to this and, and just ask yourself, which of these seems more likely to get people violently riled up? Trump saying we're going to walk over to the Capitol and peacefully and patriotically protest or representative from the People's Republic of California, Maxine Waters, saying something crazy like this. If you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, in a department store, at a gasoline station, you get out and you create a crowd. And you push back on them. And you tell them they're not welcome anymore, anywhere. They're not welcome any, <laughs> anymore, anywhere, in a gasoline station. Is that even what we... I don't know. I, just, I always call them gas stations, a gasoline station. If you see someone at the department store, if you see them having dinner, if you see them, they're not welcome here anymore. Anywhere, anytime, get in their faces, get a crowd together, start screaming at them. <laughs> is that... Is that um, more likely to incite violence or is it Trump's speech to people who have witnessed what they believe is the theft of an election? By the way, Facebook is now scrubbing any reference to any social media post that uses the phrase or I guess the hashtag stop the steal. That was something that was trending for some time. It may still be. I don't really I don't know. We've used the hashtag just to get, uh, you know, it, it, look, just because you use a hashtag doesn't mean you're even, there's hashtags we use that I don't agree with at all. But if it uh, connects to the, if what we're going to talk about relates to what that hashtag is referencing, we use it because it, it attracts people that are interested in that, in that issue, even if they have opposite opinions, which by the way, I welcome you. With an opposite opinion to this program. I do. I want you to hear what a conservative really is. I want you to um, let us, or let me anyway, define what I believe and why I believe it directly to you instead of having it filtered through the professional deceivers in the mainstream media, folks that have no interest in letting you know what people like me really think. And I happen to believe that once you know what I think, there's going to be a whole lot of agreement. I see this on a regular basis. Not just me, but anyone else who actually takes the time to communicate, listen, and share with people who have a different opinion. This is a novel, nonce- a novel concept for 2020, or I guess 2021 now. Anyway, but which of these two seems to be more um, likely to get people fired up? She's telling them, get in their faces. <laughs> get in their faces. Tell them they're not welcome here. Okay, thanks, Representative Maxine Waters. So, by the way, thank you, Matthew. Matthew shared this article. There, there's uh, other quotes or other sound bites too. I just don't know if I have got time to get to them. But the point is, the point is, context and content matter. Quick timeout is in order, though. Oz is over here trying her darndest to get me to pay attention, and I am going to oblige. So sit tight. We'll be back here in just a minute.
my friends. This program also brought to you by our friends at Edwards Equipment in Danville. Edwards Equipment in Danville. You can find out more information. Visit their website, edwardstractor.com. edwardstractor.com. They're one of our uh, newer advertisers. Good to have them on the program as well. Check them out, edwardstractor.com. So there we go. Got the video feedback up of my lovely face here. Um, so I guess, you know, waning moments of this of this program – um, I think, look, we need, um, we need to come together as conservatives. We need to find better conservative leaders. And if you're interested in that, sign up for our email newsletter. It's free. I really mean there's no, uh, like this is, I'm just trying to get conservative, like-minded people together pushing in the right direction. You don't have to buy a thing from us. You don't have to listen to this program. You can have your own program. You can, whatever. I don't even, I don't care. I think one of the things conservatives have to do is stop being, at least people in this business, I guess, is to stop being so territorial. We've got to actually move, uh, move the needle here on, um, in the public. I mean, we've got to make some, some difference here as far as getting people elected or whatever the case may be, seeing conservatism win. And so you can do that. Subscribe by going to com slash subscribe. Simple and easy. The other thing is we've got to get better at uh, communicating the message. And there's a lot of things that I guess go into that. There's understanding how to persuade. There's maybe under, you know, getting a better understanding of what we believe and why we believe it. Um, tapping into that inner, well, what do I want to say, that that inner strength and not being intimidated um, by whatever it is at work or socially, where we're told we can't have opinions, but yet everyone else can, sort of thing. We can't fall into that or feel sorry for ourselves or anything like that. So there's some skills we have to to improve upon as well. But one thing is just just coming together. So that's what we're trying to do. Again, tiedupshow.com slash subscribe and give you some practical things that we can do here as we move into 2021. We're still in the fight. Concerning times ahead. But folks, there's also, uh, we're on, we've got truth on our side. And that's a powerful thing. Quick time out. Come back and wrap up. Be back in just a minute. All right, folks, welcome back. That's all the time, unfortunately, that we have. But again, as I've said before, fear not. We'll be back here again tomorrow morning. Not only that, you can go to the website, tonhuffshow.com slash listen and find archives of this program. You can download the podcast. All that stuff's free. All that stuff's free and encourage you to like, comment, share. If you listen to the podcast, leave comments too. That helps us reach more folks. This program is growing. We're reaching more and more people, and I want to thank you for helping make that possible. You guys are fantastic. I am indeed blessed to have you in this audience. I've got to go. Hang in there. SDG. See you tomorrow. Take care.